Welcome to the Aluminum Linings Podcast, a podcast where we talk about anything except for our day jobs. It is November 21st. We have nine days left on NaNoWriMo, and uh, this episode is going to be real short and sweet because I have a precarious charging setup on my laptop and we have very limited battery supply. Uh, What's your word count at, Dad? Uh, 33,117. For my goal of 1,700 nope. words a day puts me 2,583 behind. Well, that's not too bad. Okay, so I think it was bad. I think I had some bad karma from playing that joke on you on our last <laughs> podcast because I am 6,800 words behind. Well, for you, that's not bad. Well, we keep saying that, but now I'm running out of days to catch up, right? This is true. What's your uh, week looking like? Busy busy yeah and then my charging situation and then just generally you know having a NaNoWriMo like right when seasonal depression is kicking in for a lot of people I think is a mistake November we talked about it last year November is the worst month for this the absolute worst month well I mean you're not going to do it in December because you're going to have all these family events what about February February, granted, is a short month. January, you got all these New Year's resolutions. Yeah, exactly. January, you'd be riding the resolution high, maybe. Yeah, yeah. More but motivated to get her done. I get the NaNoWriMo my... people on the phone. We want to change the month. And you know what? Maybe part of the allure of NaNoWriMo is like once you do it in the worst month possible. Oh, yeah. It's easier, you know? And I do think like part of it for me, because I thought about um, cause I, the problem is I, I made a lot of mistakes early on with my character and now I feel like in order to move the story forward, I have to transform my main character into this completely different person. And so mm. I'm kind of stuck between rewriting the beginning or just being like, you know what, this is who the character is now. And I know I'm going to have to make edits later. I, I thought about doing like, you know, breaking it in and doing short stories just to hit the word count. But the thing is, I'm good at finishing w- short stories. I'm not good at finishing full length novels. And that's part of the reason why I do NaNoWriMo in the first place. Mm, uh, yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like now I kind of have a groove going. And like I said last week, I can actually hit, you know, 9,000 words in half hour um, or 9,900, <laughs> not 9,000. Otherwise, I would be done NaNoWriMo by now, let me tell Kidding. you. But uh, On no, Saturday, knock off NaNoWriMo? I'm not too concerned in terms of having enough time to write. I am concerned with, like, my story is just in a bad spot. And I feel like I hit this spot in the exact same area last year, too. Except for last year, I got to the end of my story and realized I still had, like, 14,000 words to go or something like that. So... Yeah, it is just a matter of being a little bit more disciplined. And also last year, I just kind of left it whenever I had time I sat down and wrote. But the problem is this year, I just have too many things going on where anytime I'm sitting down, there's 50 things I should be doing and writing is one of them. So you have to be more intentional. And I'm actually considering just getting up early and actually doing my writing in the morning, which is wild instead of at night just to try and make it work. But I obviously need to switch up my strategy, right? It's just not quite happening for me at the moment. Yeah, I'd like to be able to tweak mine because I do, like I've said this before, I think, because around 
a thousand words, I, I tend to get into the zone more. And mm -hmm. that last 700 seem to go by really quick if I've got stuff to write. Right. Like right now, I'm kind of doing things scene by scene. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll finish a scene off, but usually I'm starting a new scene each day. And so if there's still stuff I want to put in the scene, I can usually hit my word count. But I've been hitting this problem where I'll, uh, I don't know where I'm going with the scene. And mm -hmm. so I'm just throwing stuff in for the sake of throwing stuff in. Yeah. And the sad thing is, is if I was more descriptive, and I know I need to be because this is a fictional world. So I've got mm -hmm. to paint the picture. And I'm not doing that. I just... It's not happening for me, so I'm writing the interactions of the characters and the dialogue, and that seems to go all right. But as far as actually painting the picture of the scene that they're in, the surroundings mm -hmm. and things, I'm having a really hard time with that. Yeah, and I think, I think I'm kind of running into a similar issue as well, where like my character is always on different planets and in new worlds, and I don't really take the time to describe them. Mm, yeah, um, exactly. And there's also things that like I feel like if I had a good chunk of time, what I would do is there's certain things that come up later in the novel that I wish I would have referenced in the beginning. So I feel like there's pockets of like 50 to 100 words that I could insert in different areas, but it's also a time-consuming thing to read a little bit, insert 100 words, read a little bit, insert 100 words, read a little bit, insert 100 words. And to keep track of yeah, what yeah. you're doing, if that's a concern. Like Exactly. Uh, so. I, ha I have my scene, the index cards that Scribner lets you put on the screen. So what I do is I have an index card that is a temp, sort of a temp file. So if I'm working on a scene that I've already started, I'll write it in the temp file. And then that way I have my word count for my Facebook report at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just cut and paste it and like cut it out of the temp file and put it into the scene where it belongs. Oh, okay. I think I should have been doing maybe headings in my in my novel so it was easier to navigate around on my manuscript because mm. then with google sheets once you do a heading you can click on it on the side and it'll take you straight there yeah and, and i was i have been doing that with the index cards but earlier on i was more descriptive so i'd say these two characters are in this place mm -hmm. uh or I might give a little just a phrase describing what's going on in the scene but now i've just been these characters, these characters, these characters. I've got three different locations with things going on right now. Mm -hmm. So I'll just, okay, whose turn is it to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Who's going to info dump today? Yes, exactly. I'm also at the point in NaNoWriMo, and I, t I did tweet about this, where all my characters, like a character will have a reaction, and another character's immediate response is, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing certain... Not even phrases, just words like the character going, oh, and then saying something or yeah. nodding and shrugging. Yeah. Or uh, things are always happening suddenly in my novel, you know? Suddenly this happened. Suddenly that happened. But I think when you're writing so much every day, it is kind of a good litmus test for how repetitive your writing is because you're seeing so much of your own writing in such a short amount of time. Mm, that's true. And the other thing, too, is it only takes one or two days for you to get so far behind. Like, even you today, you were telling me you were behind, but I was like, man, I've been looking at your Facebook posts and you've been ahead like three or four days today. But if you're not that much ahead and on the day you're behind, you're really behind, then it can kind of come back to bite you really quickly. And I haven't written anything today. 
So yeah, I haven't just written make, it today if either. If I just make my word count today, then I'll be almost 900 words behind. Yeah, and if I make my word count today, I'll be a mere 5,200 words behind. So, no big deal. <laughs> well, and the other thing is 1,700 words a day is an artificial requirement. I actually only need 1,667, so yeah. that's 21 days of 33 Being... extra words. Right. So, that's that's good. Mm -hmm. um i'm very i'm about 1800 words away from a column change so column color change on my spreadsheet so i'm really looking forward to that i feel like that'll get me some good momentum yeah i think you know it's still very doable in my mind but it's just man it feels like a slug fest this past this past little bit here where it's just now that i'm past the halfway mark i kind of think the spreadsheet idea would work for me but Mm -hmm. i I know early on i was just too intimidated by the idea of having more words to go than than i've written and you know what i you know i don't think it's really made a difference to me either or i feel like when i start to get behind on my daily count that's when i start to feel more overwhelmed than actually the overall number of words i have left and i think too you also just have to realize like i'm not i'm probably not gonna dig myself out of this hole in one day Mm -hmm. right it's gonna take consistently being above word count for the next few days which um Kind of sucks, right? You get to a point where you're like, okay, if I'm a thousand words behind, I can make that up in a day. But it's at the point now where I'm like, okay, I have to write 6,800 words today to break even. <laughs> that way it leads today. to madness. Yeah, so. Well, I know I ha- I did have one day where I wrote 3,000 words, which is almost two days worth of writing. Yeah. Um, so 2,500 doesn't seem as intimidating now as it probably would have before I did that Mm -hmm. because I'm not sure if I had even broken 2,000 words in a day before I did the 3,000 so yeah and I had a day I've had a few days where I've done you know 25 2600 words Mm. um, to try and catch up but again it doesn't last very long so yes (laughs) that's the disheartening thing yeah the top of the world I did 3,000 words yeah yeah and then tomorrow I'm 1,700 words fine already yeah yeah exactly but NaNoWriMo Twitter is a weird place to be because it's some people are just starting NaNoWriMo so is this the NaNoWriMo report uh, Twitter report it sure is I don't have energy for sound effects this week guys NaNoWriMo Twitter update 2020 so a bunch of people are finishing up NaNoWriMo um either in that they are hitting the 50k or that they're just done their story so i've noticed a few people get to kind of 30 40 000 words and they're like my story is done i did it and they're not super concerned about the 50 000 words um some people are just starting nanowrimo where they were like oh, i might be able to do it i might not be able to do it and they're just kind of going for it um good for them yeah i appreciate their spirit the reason why i don't think i would do that or i would be hesitant to do that is because I know myself. I have to be super, super disciplined with myself. Otherwise, I don't get stuff done. So I'm the type of person where like if I give myself a five minute break, it turns into a five hour break. Mm, So if I approach NaNoWriMo with I might write a novel, but I might not. I wouldn't write a novel. I know that about myself. Like I had the conversation this week with mom and I think with you as well, where it's like I'm under I feel like I'm under so much pressure and they're just like, oh, don't worry about it. Do whatever you want. I'm like, if I have that attitude, I know that I won't finish. (laughs) Yeah. 
other than the fact that I hate my characters, the story is going well, you know? <laughs> there's a there's a mech suit involved. There's nice. a there's a race of space pigs, which I really enjoyed that my brain came up with that idea. What else is going on? My character has made friendship a friendship bracelet for themselves that they're hiding because they don't want to get teased for making a friendship bracelet for themselves. So would they have gotten teased if they made a friendship bracelet for someone else? Well, I feel like if they would have made a friendship bracelet for someone else, the alien would have perceived that as like an Earth thing and not really understood that that's kind of a thing that kids do. Oh, okay. Gotcha. They would have just viewed it as a cultural... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has actually been an interesting aspect of my book, uh, examining the universe that is not human-centered. Hmm. Right? So every once in a while, the character will say something and everyone else will be like, is that really how your world looks at things? And they're like, well, there's no aliens on our world, right? And I think I was talking to you, they were in space prison for a while, but they were kind of almost in space preschool because all the other aliens thought they were too dumb to face the, you know, to have to go to real prison. (laughs) Remedial prison. Yeah, Yeah, so so they they kind of went to like... You know, one of them ended up in, like, AP prison, and then one of them ended up in, like, <laughs> preschool <laughs> prison. You know, so I think there is a lot of stuff in there that, that I am happy about, that I am enjoying about about the right and about my novel, but it just, lately, it's just been brutal. My, I need a new main character. The beginning of the book, I made her way too timid. Not really timid, just, like, overthinking and nervous, but then the result of that was in order to move the plot forward, I always had to have these crazy big events happen because my character was a lot of times paralyzed to act. Right. Versus I feel like if I would have made her a little bit more impulsive, I could move the plot along a little bit more organically. Because she's just trying to rush in, jump in feet first. I started envisioning an awesome ending for my my novel. Yeah. And I'm very excited for it, but I'm just worried that that's what might be part of what's causing me problems with the scenes now is that I just... You want them all to be as awesome as the ending. No, I don't want it to be as awesome as the ending because then the ending won't be as awesome, I think. But it's just, it's kind of like, I guess it's like the writing the description. It's like, this is boring. I want to write the fun stuff. So part of me is actually looking forward to the editing, which I didn't think would be the case. Where you're just like, I can fix some of this. Yeah. uh, And and it seems like before I was looking at it, like, oh, editing is going to be such a grind and such a rough thing. And because I like I've mentioned numerous times, I think that my character's voices aren't unique enough. And so I think what I'm going to have to do is pick one character, kind of figure out a uniqueness about the way they talk, and then go through the whole novel and kind of do the do a test on their on how they're speaking to make sure mm-hmm. it's in line with that, and then do the next character and the next character and the next character. So there's that, and I've got to, like I said, I've got to do much more description because this is a world that doesn't exist, so it's only right. going to exist if I paint the picture. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting way to think about it, yeah. And you know, with a book of this, I kind of felt the same where I was like, oh man, I got to go back and do this tedious editing, which the book is not long. Like it's a novella, right? But with a book of this, I found there is a lot of satisfaction in realizing that you're creating something that is cohesive all the way through. 
So a lot of the themes and stuff in the book and some of the repetition that you get to the end and you're like, wow, I can't believe that was mentioned here and look at this clever setup, or at least in my brain I'm telling me I'm telling myself it's a clever setup. But a lot of that I did in a second and third draft. I didn't do it in the first draft, right? So there's also something to be said about when you go through and edit it and you just kind of, you know, thread the ribbon through the whole story and you're like, wow, like this is a, you Yeah, know, this works, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I know there are things that I thought I'd wanted to have in or I started at the beginning and didn't follow up on later. Yeah, because that's the thing. This is uh, well, now I'm over 100,000 words. I guess I'm about 113,000 words. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, But also it's been like uh, almost a year and a month. Mm -hmm. So... There's a lot of space there where ideas got dropped, ideas got picked up. But even now, I'm every now and then a scene will come and I was like, hey, what if I threw this in there? And it's mm-hmm. something out of left field. And so now I'm like, okay, does this count as on some part? I think it was writing excuses. They were talking about making promises to the reader. Mm-hmm. So if I describe this thing that's about this world, Am I making a promise to the reader that I have to explain it later on? Or is this right. just something that kind of fleshes out the world to make it more three-dimensional? Right. Not everything is a is a clue. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So trying to decide those kinds of things. Man, I, I am so excited for you, Dad. You got over 100,000 words. You know, you're kicking butt, taking names. <laughs> That's good. It's good. I know it's not going to be something I want to hand out copies of for people to read right now, Mm -hmm. but I I like the idea that maybe someday it will be. I've known that you're a talented writer for a long time, and I'm excited that like the more you write, you're like one step closer to other people knowing you're a talented writer too. That makes that makes me happy. Oh Um, well, that's nice to hear. I I I think I'm creative, but uh, some of the nuts and bolts things I know I'm going to have to work on and and I'd I'd like to be able to read other authors and kind of deconstruct what they're doing Mm -hmm. but I find I just get lost in the story and I'm not and that's the thing they're good writers so you get in the story and you're not seeing how it is they paint these word pictures right yeah so you've already got your one published book that you did yes and now uh is this one something you're thinking you might want to... Oh, it's so rough now. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine publishing it. But also, at the end of last year when I finished my novella, uh, or my uh, novel, sorry, for NaNoWriMo, I was like, this is garbage. No one will ever read this, blah, blah, blah. And I was even, like, embarrassed. I didn't even want you to read it. Which I haven't, come to think of. I'm pretty sure I shared it with you. I don't think so. Well, Although yeah. we've talked a lot about, you know, like I know I haven't been giving details of my story, but I know we, uh, when we're not recording, we have talked yeah. fairly extensively about things. So I, I have ideas about the story, but I don't think uh, you've ever well, actually given me the 50,000 words to read. I think what I might have told you actually is to let me 
fit, do a second draft before I gave it to you now that you say that out loud. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I felt terrible about it. Like I did not feel good after last year's NaNoWriMo. I felt good about having done it. I just felt awful about my story. And then a few months ago, I picked it up and started editing it because I was like, well, I like the bone, like I like the uh, an original idea I had. So I decided to look back over it. And you know what? There's a lot in there that I'm really happy with. And there's a lot in there for me to work with. I I guess what I'm saying about this NaNoWriMo is ask me in a few months. Ask me to look (laughs) back on it in a few months and I might have a different idea. But this story was also very much, it was a lot more out of my comfort zone compared to what I normally write. I wrote it in past tense and I never write anything in past tense. It's a sci-fi story with these big worlds right? And normally my, what I write is a lot of character driven, a lot of the person kind of being stuck in their own head. And so what's going on in the story is not necessarily the most interesting part of the story so much as the way the character is seeing things and talking about things. And so I feel like this story was very different in that it kind of forced me out of that zone because I have all these planets I'm supposed to be describing. I have this ship that can do all these cool things and stuff like that. And I have a character that is reluctant to take advantage of those things. But when they do, they feel like, you know, they're finally finding a place where they belong, right? I think this year has just, it's been tough for that reason as well. It's just, I'm trying something really, really different. Like at one point I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just turn it into just a, just a guilty pleasure romance right. novel. where just, <laughs> Because that would just be easier for me to write right now, right? Versus this- of space. Yeah, versus this adventure story that I I am having a hard time crafting it into a narrative that I'm happy with. I like Mm. some of the ideas. I like some of the stuff that's going on, but I just feel like I'm missing the mark all the time with my Mm. writing. And that's the tough part. Yeah, I I can appreciate that. That, Yeah, it feels like, oh, because you're you're kind of in the stress of it and all you're seeing is the negative stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I've used suddenly 14 times in the last whatever or like I was falling asleep the other day while I was writing and I looked back on it and it was like almost nonsense it was borderline nonsense the verbs were in all different tenses and there was a part of me that was like I can't delete this because I can't catch up if I delete this <laughs> <laughs> so I like but you haven't it up done any word it. searches yet right I have there are no word searches I haven't pulled a Nick Miller yet yeah um, <laughs> But it's it's almost like giving you that lump of clay you can work with Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as opposed to thinking about what you would do with a lump of clay. Yeah, exactly. And I think it does make you appreciate when you do have time to take your time and think out a scene before you sit down and write it and, you know, go back and change things before you move on to writing the next part. Right. It does make you think more about that process, too. So I am grateful for it. I don't think this one will be one that I publish, but I am hoping to publish last year's next year sometime yeah so um so who knows you know I got my one novella published I want I want to get a novel out into the world and I think this is this is one way to help me get a little closer to that and so if I fall on my face this year well then I guess there's always next year (laughs) are there still copies of your novella available or yes you can get 
If you're in Canada, the cheapest place for you to get a print copy is on my website, aluminumlinings.com. Um, you can also get it at off Amazon. You can request it from different places, so like Barnes and Nobles, Chapters, places like that, you can request it. If your library uses OverDrive, you can request it through OverDrive as well. Uh, I haven't done it, so I can't tell you exactly what that process is because my name is on my library card and it's also on the front of the book, so I just can't quite bring myself <laughs> to do that. But you can get the ebook pretty well anywhere you get ebooks. Um, if you go to my website and click on a book of this, it'll show you the full range of places you can get it. You know, whether you're iBooks, Kobo, Smashwords, any of those places, you can absolutely get my book there. Yeah. Thanks for the plug, Dad. Uh, no that's about it. That's about it. Wow. I feel like I talked for most of that podcast, Dad. I apologize, but I had some stuff I had to get off my chest, I think. <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> I did enough yakking, I think. Well, with that in mind, good luck, have fun, and don't talk to strangers unless you want to make new friends. Bye!